All right, first, thank you so much to Greta and Edie for that uh, reading of the scripture um, from Luke 3. Uh, I just have to give a, an air high five to Greta for pronouncing all those names in the beginning. I, whenever I was scripture reader, would always get so nervous when there were one or two names, and she had like 11 of them, didn't she? And beautifully done. Thank you so much for that. If you would just pray with me. Heavenly Father, we praise you. We thank you that you have brought us together, that you have awakened us today and set us off on a new day which you have created. I thank you that you walk with us through this day, and I pray, Lord, that you help us to see you evident every step of the way. Open our ears, Lord, to hear the message that you would speak to us this morning. Give us hearts to receive it. We love you. We look to you now in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to share with you, um, you're going to hear me all the time say that, oh, this is one of my favorite scriptures. Or I have a favorite song. This is one of my favorite scriptures, and I'm going to share it with you. But there are so many, I'll say it a hundred times over. This is Psalm 121, and it says this, I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. So the sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch your coming and your going, both now and forevermore. We, as your pastors, have entered this season after Epiphany, intending to spend several weeks walking chapter by chapter through the Gospel of Luke. And I pray that as we do that in these coming weeks, you make that your daily scripture reading. I pray that you you know, have started with us and that you'll just move right on through. And so today's scripture we heard so beautifully shared with us, I pray you were blessed as I was, was going to talk about the, the teachings of John the Baptist. And we were going to talk about Jesus's uh, baptism by John the Baptist. And I promise you that moving forward, we are going to jump back into Luke. But today, more recently, this, this uh, last night, today, I, I just feel like the Spirit was speaking a different message to me. The Spirit was not speaking to me of uh, Jesus' baptism, though it's such an important part of our understanding of who he is and what he calls us to. Um, but I feel like the Spirit was speaking a different word, given the circumstances that we all find ourselves in recently. And so I pray that you will offer me some grace as I change up the scripture at the very last minute, and uh, I pray that I will be able to offer you some hope, some hope from not only Psalm 21, one of my favorite psalms, but also one of my favorite stories, the story of Peter walking on the water together with his Lord Jesus. And, um, and why do I change the scripture at the very last minute? I promise not to make a habit of it, but the Spirit just reminded me, COVID is out of control, folks. It's out of control. Hospitals are overrun. 
And our lives are disrupted as people are getting frustrated with masks and social distancing. And school is not the same. Every teacher I talk to, every parent and student I speak to are just frustrated over Zoom schooling and, you know, the disruption in their plans. And people are out of work and they're having a hard time paying their bills and even putting food on the table. And it seems like we cannot get this vaccine out to people fast enough. And then I watch the news. And I saw unsettling disruption of our peace as an angry and violent mob stormed the place of our government. And I witnessed symbols of hatred and symbols of racism be carried into a place where our lawmakers fight daily for equality. And I saw on the television an officer literally crushed by a crowd of angry people as he tried desperately to keep them from destroying a place that is dear to so many. Things that we normally see over there in other countries that aren't ours are happening right here in our very own country. We're seeing them right here at home. And I almost cannot bear to turn on the news this week because it feels like everything they're telling me is bad. It's bad news. God, I need to hear some good news. Do you? But it's not just out there in the world where things are starting to crumble and fall apart because on a closer level, I'm speaking to people every day that are seeing difficult things right in their own lives. They're watching their loved ones suffer. Some are losing their loved ones. Marriages are struggling and often crumbling. We're watching our kids make bad choices and the doctors are giving us bad news and it can almost feel like our lives are just crumbling around us. How, folks, are we going to make it through? These are the reasons that I believe that the Holy Spirit has given me a different word today. So we're just going to look to God and we're going to say, God, show us how. In the midst of all the turmoil in our world, in the midst of the upheaval in our lives, how are we going to make it through? God led me to the, P the story of Peter walking on water. And I think that he did that because it's got some very important principles that I want us to touch on briefly today. Peter, you know the story, was in the boat and there was a storm. It was a big and it was a threatening storm. And the disciples that were together with Peter had no control over what was going on around them. And they were scared. They were scared of the wind and they were scared of the waves and they were scared of the person that they saw walking on the water towards them. And I can guarantee you that they were wondering too how they were gonna make it through. said, look, here comes a ghost. But it wasn't a ghost. We know it wasn't a ghost. It was our Lord Jesus. And Jesus said, don't be afraid. It's me. What must that have felt like for Peter and the others on the boat? Imagine it, if you will. You're on a boat and the storm is so bad that it could capsize at every minute, killing you and every person who's with you. But the Lord says to you, don't be afraid. I know it seems like things are bad right now, but I'm here and I'm bigger than this storm. 
What do you do? Do you trust his word? Do you trust what Jesus says? Peter did. He said, you know what, Lord, if it's you, command me to come out onto the water. Jesus said, come on out. Come on out. And Peter, you know what he did. He got out of the boat, right? He got out of the boat, and he stepped right into the middle of a difficult situation, and he did it without fear. Why? Because he knew the Lord Jesus. He knew the Lord Jesus, and he trusted the Lord Jesus. And when Peter had his eyes fixed on the Lord, Peter did what he never thought that he could do. He walked on water with his eyes on Jesus Christ. Peter was unscathed. He was unharmed by the turmoil that was stirring all around him. But then, you know the story, what happened? The scripture goes on to tell us that Peter saw the wind, and he saw the waves, and he was afraid, and he began to sink. And so he cried out, Lord, save me. Man, I love this story. I love it. Because when Peter looked at the Lord, Peter had resolve. Peter had strength. Peter had courage. Peter had ability. And Peter was okay. But when he took his eyes off the Lord, and he looked at what was going on around him, the storm and the wind and the waves, when he shifted his focus from that which was strong, or who was strong and unshakable, and he moved his eyes to what was scary and unstable. That's when Peter became overwhelmed and he began to sink. What does the scripture say? Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him up. Immediately, Jesus caught him. Do you know what that means? That means that Jesus was right there. He was right there, closer than Peter thought. And why didn't Peter realize that Jesus was so close? Because he took his eyes off of him. And he looked at the turmoil instead. And I believe that what God wants you and me to know today is that even though there are things going on all around us that are scary and threatening and unstable, things that may seem like they're going to overwhelm us if we focus on them, even though all that's happening, he is closer than we think. And all we need to do is shift our gaze. Lift your eyes up from the turmoil and look to him. Because when you focus on him, the turmoil will not overwhelm you. I love Psalm 121 so much because it reminds me that when I feel like I'm going to be overwhelmed, the Lord God is my God and he is my help. I lift my eyes to the mountain. Where does my help come from? Here's your answer. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over us will neither sleep nor slumber. In the midst of the turmoil and the storms and the difficult times that you and I are all facing, God is calling us just to look up to him because he's our help and he will not let us slip. Our God is above our circumstance. He's above the wind and the waves that are crashing into our lives. Our God is above the diagnosis. He's above the marital trouble. 
He's above the weather that's devastating us, and he is above the feeling that we have of feeling unsafe in our own land. And so if you are feeling overwhelmed because you have locked your gaze on the news and on the circumstances, I beg you, lock your gaze on him. Lift your eyes and fix them on the one who is your help. If you have focused on your dilemma, if you focused your view on the hardship that hits your life right now, I tell you, look up and focus your view on him because he's where your help comes from, the maker of heaven and earth who watches over you. And he will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you day and night will neither slumber nor sleep. When we look up to God, we are reminded that God is on the case, that he sees us and that he is taking care of us. There's a story I read about a man who lost his wife, and that left him to be both mother and father to a six-year-old little boy. And so after her funeral, father and son went home, and they felt alone, and they felt overwhelmed and swallowed up in grief. And that night, as they got ready for bed, the little boy said, Daddy, can I sleep in your room tonight? Of course you can, buddy. You sleep with me. But neither one of them could sleep. They tossed, and they turned until late in the night. And finally, the little boy said, Daddy, are you looking at me? Because if you are, I think I could go to sleep. And the dad answered, you know I am, buddy. I'm looking right at you. And that little boy, he started to feel safe, and he started to rest, and he finally fell asleep. And after he was asleep, his dad got out of that bed and walked over to the window and opened up the curtain and he looked into the starry sky and he said, Father, are you looking at me? Because if you are, I can feel safe and I think I can rest and be at peace. I cannot tell you how many times I have had circumstance in my life that just seemed overwhelming and I have laid awake in bed worrying at night wondering how I was going to fix it. And let me tell you, in the middle of the night, not a single answer comes. Not a single solution. Not a single comfort. Not a single minute of peace in that hour. And in the morning, I'm exhausted and I still have no answers. But when I remember, in the midst of my circumstances, in the middle of a sleepless night, that there is already someone who's staying awake at night, one who watches over me, one who will nev never sleep, nor slumber, for I remember he's got me, and he's got my situation, and he's got my safety, and he's got my best interest in mind. And if anything were to happen that would take me from this world, guess what? He's got me then, too. I'm reminded, and I'm comforted, that it's all going to be okay. Why? Because God loves me, and God's got this. And so whatever it is that's unsettling in your world today, know that there is one who is watching over you and your situation all night long. He loves you and he's got you. And in that knowledge, may you find beautiful rest. When we look up and fix our guide on God, we are reminded that our God is ever faithful. Verse 5, the Lord watches over you. 
The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon at night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch your coming and your going, both now and forevermore. How many times in your life can you think back and see that just at the moment when you needed help, help arrived? Maybe it didn't come in the way you expected it, but help came. I tell you, it came from the Lord. As I watch some incredible people in our world today pitching in to help heal and comfort those who are experiencing trouble in these last days, I see evidence that everywhere that God is raising up good people to work in his name and on his behalf. I see stories of people who are reaching out with food and money and prayers and whatever they have to help and to love their neighbors just as God has called them to do. Because God calls up help when help is needed. God makes a way. God makes a solution. And he knows your issue right now. And guess what? He's got it. He's going to send help. God strengthens us when we look to him and he reminds us that we have hope. God empowers good people to do his work on his behalf in your life so that you will know that God's got this. He's got you. He has protected and he has guided you. If you look back, I'm certain you'll understand it through every circumstance of your life. And he will do it even as we move forward. Maybe you're in need of help right now. If you are, know that God will send you the help if you will only look to him. I was beyond amazed a few years ago that one of our own, the biggest family, they needed some help. And I was astonished at the way God provided help through many people in this church family, right at the moment when they needed it. God mobilized the troops in a moment of distress. Don't think for a minute that he won't do that right now for us in our distress. God is and always has been faithful, and he has always been at work in our lives, and God is on the case. Now let me say this, if you aren't the one who needs help right now, maybe you are the help for someone in need. Be in prayer about how God might use you in watching over someone that he loves today. Either way, if things are bad right now for you or if they're good, I call you to lift your eyes and look up to where our help comes from. Your help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Folks, our problems might not go away completely, but there is help to be found. There is strength to be found. There is hope to be found, and we find it when we look up, when we fix our eyes on the faithful one. And more often than not, when we look to the Lord and when we see all that he has done and is doing in our lives to protect us, to keep us safe, to provide us help when we need it, to give us strength in our circumstances, when we lift our eyes and we see that, do you know what it does? Do you know what it does? It makes us fall to our knees. Psalm 95, another favorite of mine. 
come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God and we are his people, the ones of his pasture, the flock under his care. Sometimes when you and I see that God has been our help, God has been our healer and our sustainer and our hope through troubled times, we just need to get down on our knees and pray a prayer of thanksgiving. I love that when our eyes go up, our knees go down. Folks, there's comfort in the fact that in the midst of all of the bad stuff that's happening around us, our God is fast at work. Our God is on the case. Our God is ever faithful. We are the people of his pasture. We are the flock under his care. And he will always be right there, closer than we think. Why? Because like the psalmist reminded us, he cares for his people. He cares for you. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are the one who cares for us. That you are the one who carries us through, who gives us strength. Who gives us hope. Who surrounds us with a mighty army of your good helpers. We thank you. That no matter what is going on in our lives today, you are there. You are on the case. Thank you for carrying us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for being the one who, when we look to you, watches over us. We love you, God. Help us to lift our eyes and bend our knees. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.